Today's Bible reading is from Mark chapter 14, beginning at verse 60. Jesus is being tried by the Sanhedrin. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses, he asked. You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him as worthy of death. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Morning, everyone. Morning. Always a privilege to preach. As Daniel mentioned, we're beginning a a new four-week series called Irrelevant Jesus. Um, And the purpose of this is that each week we're going to be combating uh, a cultural myth, um, something that our culture thinks about Jesus. Um, So today, I don't know if many of you have um, come across this in your conversations, in your observation, um, people just think that Jesus is a, he's a nice man. Come across, he's, he's a good guy. He lived, he was real, he was a good teacher, uh, but he was just a nice man. He was just a nice man. Uh, to, until the age of 18, it's probably what I would have said, uh, that Jesus was real, historical figure, um, wasn't God, but he was a nice man. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. If this is your first time in a church as well, if you've been at Summer Life, Summer Kids, uh, you're visiting, or maybe just the start of a year, um, you're checking out a church, you're most welcome, and you're going to hear about um, what we're on about, which is Jesus. Um, so let's talk about Jesus. I was speaking of someone who was born roughly 2,000 years ago in a rural town, and he was born to a teenage girl. Uh, he was adopted by a blue-collar guy named Joseph, and Jesus' dad was a guy named Joe who swung a hammer for a living. And Jesus' life, up until about age 30, he lived in relative obscurity. As far as we can tell, he would have played with his two brothers, James and Jude, uh, who later went on to write books of the Bible, went to school, did the things that normal kids do. When he got older, he probably did what his father did. He he swung a hammer as a carpenter. Um, He was likely in good shape, as he was a a labourer here, and he had calluses on his hands, He walked a lot, which probably made him um, fairly good physical condition. Isaiah 53.2 says that there was no beauty or majesty in him that would attract us to him. So he's saying that Jesus, he's not beauty or majesty like these blonde hair, blue eyes that, you know, American photos have of him. No majesty or beauty in him that would attract us to him. So Jesus would have looked like a normal Working guy with a lunchbox and a tool, a tool kit that would have gone off to work every day. And then, at the age of 30, he began his public ministry. That included preaching and teaching and healing and performing miracles and such. And he did that until his dying day. And they put him to death because he continually said, 
I am God. I am God. His resume is incredibly simple. Jesus never married, he never had children, never ran for political office, never oversaw a large company, never travelled more than a few hundred miles from his home, and never visited a big city, never went to university. Yet Jesus Christ today is the most extraordinary, the most loved, and the most hated, the most widely considered human in all of history. More songs have been sung to him, more paintings have been painted of him, more books have been written about him than anyone else lived in human history. Furthermore, we actually break our time, our calendar around his life. B.C., before Christ, and A.D., Anno Domini, Latin for the year of our Lord. So our calendar literally rotates around this man, Jesus Christ. And today there are billions of people, some in this room, who worship Jesus Christ as God. And today Jesus is as hot as ever. He is as hot as ever. The number of perspectives about him seem to be innumerable. So I'm just going to share a few perspectives about him. We'll start with Jesus in pop culture. You may have seen some movies that Jesus is in. Uh, some of the most popular and controversial recent time would be uh, The Da Vinci Code or The Passion of the Christ. Um, more trivial ones like uh, Talladega Nights, you know, the, the legend of Ricky Bobby. Um, it's quite funny and Ricky Bobby, he loves praying to little baby Jesus. Um, it's very funny, you should see it. And what's particularly interesting is that many years ago, the frontman for the Beatles, John Lennon, had this amazingly controversial statement where he said, we're bigger than Jesus now. Some of you remember that. The Beatles, John Lennon, we're bigger than Jesus now. Sadly, um, John Lennon did die. He probably saw Jesus, and Jesus said to him, look, I'm bigger. (laughs) I can only imagine John Lennon was like, ah, I shouldn't have said that we're bigger than Jesus. So that's some references in pop culture. Let's talk about Jesus in world religions. If you ask a Buddhist, they'll say that Jesus is not God, but he's an enlightened man, like Buddha. If you go to someone who is Hindu in heritage, you'll find that they have a lot of differing views within Hinduism. But a common answer will be, Jesus Christ is not God, but he's an enlightened man, like Krishna. Or, if he is God, he's one of more than a million gods, so that he's not the only God. He's not exclusive or special. If you go to those who are Muslim and in Islam, they'll say that Jesus is not God, he's merely a man, he's a prophet, but he's a prophet who is a lesser prophet than the prophet Muhammad. They see that infinite, infinite opinions about Jesus. And the question for us today is, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? All these differing perspectives, who is Jesus? And what I would say to you is this, perhaps, like me, if people were saying all these differing perspectives on me, true, false, positive or negative, taken out of context, inaccurate, what would you like if you were the subject of vicious rumour, gossip and slander? Some of you have been in that position. What, what would you like if you were the victim of that? You'd like to speak for yourself. You'd like to speak for yourself and say, no, this is who I really am. This is what I have and have not done. This is what I have and have not said. We would like that if people were talking about us. 
So I'm saying that we should afford Jesus the same kindness that we would want afforded to us if we were as a controversial figure as he is. So now we've looked at what everyone says, else says about Jesus. We're now going to listen to what Jesus says about himself. We'll give Jesus an opportunity to speak for himself and tell us who he says he is. And as I mentioned, we're going to combat that idea that Jesus is more than a good man. As culture says, Jesus is a good man. He's a nice man. Historical figure, like Gandhi, you know, a good man, good teacher, but not God. Majority of people today, spoken to, interacted, Jesus is not God, nor a bad man. He's somewhere in the middle. I think Jesus is a good person. Some of you heard that before? Quite common. Now, some of you have been told, I don't like Christians, but I like Jesus. Jesus was a nice guy. I never said that he was God. Christians made that up. It's a myth. It's myth, it's legend, it's fable, it's folklore. I think Jesus is cool, but I think Christians, they're too narrow you know, to say someone is, is God. It's too exclusive. And so we're all, we're all trying to say some things about Jesus. Um, so if you don't like what Christians say that Jesus is God, I think your real issue isn't with Christians, but it's actually with Jesus because he's the one who brought this whole thing up. Now, it started with him. This isn't, we didn't invent that Jesus is God. He actually said that about himself. Now, there are many places that I could show you what Jesus said he was God, but for time's sake, I'm just going to focus on one. It was a Bible reading today. So you can read along with me, Mark 14, starting at 61. I want us to put ourselves in this environment here. They brought Jesus in for trial um, because everybody keeps saying, this guy claims he's God. So let's put him on trial. Verse 61. But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. What? That is blasphemy. Bring him in. We need to have a trial. We need to get to the bottom of this. So again, the high priest asked him, are you the Messiah? So they're asking Jesus directly to his face in a court, are you the Christ, the son of the blessed one? Are you God? And what does Jesus say? I am. I am. And some people say Jesus never said that he was God. This is, this is pretty clear. This is pretty clear. Now he's saying that he's God right there in a court. He goes on and he quotes Daniel 7. He says, You will see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the Mighty One, coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses, he asked. You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? So literally, they bring Jesus into court. Do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? So help you, you. And Jesus says, yeah, I swear. Jesus, you've been charged with saying that you are God. How do you plead? People are saying that you are God. How do you plead? And Jesus goes, guilty. I keep saying I'm God. Well, then that's it. We don't need a jury. We don't need CSI to bring up more DNA information. We don't need eyewitnesses. Jesus, out of his own mice, he literally says, guilty, I'm God. Case is closed. Trial's over. Verdict is rendered. Jesus said on record that he is God. Now, there is no world religion founded by anyone who said they are God. Christianity and Jesus is exclusive in that way. The head of our religion, the Lord and Saviour, says that he is God. Muhammad never said, I'm God. Krishna never said, I'm God. Gandhi never said, I am God. 
This is an extraordinary, unique claim. Can you imagine someone saying today that they are God? Someone standing up in front of you and saying, yeah, I am God. It's just not common. It's not common. This is an incredible claim. Now, I'd love to unpack with you. If you'd love to have a conversation with me or one of the pastors about more places that Jesus claims and proves that he is God, I'd love to do that. But for today, I just want to challenge you with this. Um, everybody's got an opinion about who Jesus is. In, in Mark 8, verse 29, Jesus is being quizzed from the, about the crowds, from the crowds about who he is. Jesus looks at Peter and he asks this penetrating question. And I'm going to ask it to you today. Jesus asked Peter, who do you think I am? Don't quote the philosophers. Don't quote the t-shirt. Don't quote the bumper stickers. Don't even quote your mum and dad. Who do you think Jesus is? Today, in this room, who do you think Jesus is? And dear friends, that's the question Jesus is asking you today. Who do you say that he is? Isn't it curious that we all have these questions about Jesus? He answers them. He, he quest, answers the questions for us. And then he says to us, who do you say that I am? And everything hinges on that question. This is the most important question. As I mentioned briefly before, first 18 years of my life, I would have said Jesus is a really good guy, but he's not God. And I think that's the most common answer today. Some of us in this room would have that perspective. Historical figure, clearly a good guy, loved people, good teacher, but not God. It's also the answer that a great scholar named C.S. Lewis held until he became a Christian much later in his life. And he actually writes something around this that I want to read to you. It's going to come up on the screen. He says, A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things that Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on a level with a man who says he's a poached egg. It's a great line. Or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Next slide. Either this man was and is the son of God or else a madman or something worse. You can shut him up for a fool. You can spit at him and kill him as a demon or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about him being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. Lewis, in essence, is saying we must each answer that question, that Jesus has made these extraordinary claims, and we cannot say that he's a good person, that he's just a good person. I've got this analogy for you. If I came up here today, rewind a bit, I've just stepped up on stage. Good morning, everyone. My name's James. I am the eternal God prophesied in ancient texts. I have come down from heaven. I have never sinned. I alone can forgive sin. I'm the only one who tells the complete truth. I am the only way to eternal life. Apart from me, there is no God. Me, James Dawson. Trust in me. Trust in me, devote yourself to me, and I will take you into heaven. Because that is where I rule and reign as God. And I have authority over all peoples and all cities and all cultures and all religions and all philosophies. Worship me. 
if that were not true, you cannot come to the conclusion that James is just a nice guy. If I came up here and said that, the conclusion you come to, you can't just walk away and be like, James is a pretty good guy. James is a nice guy. No, 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 no. James is the worst man that's ever lived. He's a liar. He's out of his mind. He's got up here and something's wrong. You know what I mean? I need to email the elders tomorrow. We need to bring this up for church discipline. You cannot just walk out and say, James is a good guy. He's a nice guy. This is what what Lewis is saying. You only have three options. Friends, you only have three options when considering Jesus. One, Jesus Christ is a lunatic. He's a wingnut. Anyone who said these sort of things has something wrong with them. You know, they're not thinking straight. He needs help. He needs medication. He's not coherent. He's crazy. He's a lunatic. That's option one. Option two, he knew what he was saying and he was malicious. He's a sadistic and he was a liar. And he's the worst liar who's ever lived. He's told the greatest lie that's ever been told because billions of people are following him and giving up their hope and their energy and their talent and their money in this cruel, cruel lie. So he's either a lunatic or a liar, or as Lewis says, he's the Lord. He's the Lord and he wasn't crazy and he wasn't lying. He was and is who he said he was. Friends, you've got to answer this question about Jesus. Um, Not answering the question is actually an answer. You walk out of here not having an answer for that. You're actually saying that Jesus is not God. And the response that we would all encourage you to do today is to worship Jesus Christ as God. Um, In his life, Jesus was worshipped by people and he didn't rebuke them. He wasn't saying, oh, I'm sorry, you misunderstood, I'm not God. He actually received their worship. Jesus' own two brothers worshipped him as God. Now, James and Jude became Christian pastors, wrote books of the Bible. Um, If Jesus would have sinned, I was thinking about this, you guys have kids. If Jesus would have sinned, I think his brothers, they would have known. They would have seen him at his worst. You know, even furthermore, Jesus' own mother, Mary, worshipped him as God. If anyone is to know if you're a good or bad man, if you're a liar, your mum knows. Mama always knows. You know, and even further, Jesus' enemies, Jesus' own enemies, worshipped him as God. Some of you familiar with the stories about Saul literally killed and persecuted Christians his whole life and eventually saw that he was God. If you were just here and you were inspecting who Jesus is, uh, you're most welcome. We'd love for you to continue coming these next four weeks. Um, We actually run a Christianity Explored course. Um, Any time of the year, if someone puts their hand up saying, I want to know more about Jesus, um, there's multiple people here that would love to go through with that for you. Um, but maybe this morning you've been through summer life, summer kids maybe you're just checking out church for the first time this morning Um, the Bible says to believe in our heart and to confess with our mouth um, that Jesus is Lord that we are saved Um, and today uh, we would be asking you to believe this in your heart by singing songs of worship and praise to him um, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord He's not a, not a lunatic. He's not a liar. He actually is who he claimed to be, his Lord. Um, my whole goal, dear friends, this morning was just, just to give you a glimpse of Jesus 
introduce you to Jesus, exalt Jesus, um, that he, he can't just be a, a nice guy, can't just be a nice, friendly teacher. He either ha- has to be a liar or a lunatic, or he is Lord. Um, just in closing, um, the big turning point for me, I remember when I was 18, and I realized that Jesus was actually Lord, and that he was a liar or a lunatic, is that um, he could forgive sins, that he actually has the, the authority to forgive sins. No, one, no one's claimed that authority, that they have the power to forgive sins, give you eternal life. Um, and all of us, me and you, we've all, we've all, all had sins that we carried, and that Jesus, this man who walked this earth, claimed that he had the power to forgive sins and that he is Lord. Um, and that we'd do that this morning and we would acknowledge with our mouth and with our heart and with our forgiveness that Jesus is Lord. Let's pray. Jesus, you are alive and well. Lord, thank you so much for, for dying for our sins, Lord, for resurrecting in glory. Lord, I thank you so much for shamelessly showing and demonstrating who you are. Lord, I thank you so much for being willing to forgive our sins, Lord, and coming with love. Um, Lord, for us this morning, Lord, we, wanna, um, we want help to see you for who you really are, um, the risen Lord. Father, that you are not a liar or a lunatic, Lord, but um, you are who you say you are. Help us.